Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The January transfer window has only been open for a few days, and already we've got some massive, massive headlines regarding U.S. men's national team players. I think the first and biggest one is, is Ricardo Pepe with his reported $20 million signing to Augsburg in the Bundesliga. Uh, the second headline is going to be Daryl DK getting that, I believe it was $9 million signing uh, over finally to a championship side over for uh, West Brom. Now, other than that, there's been some other uh, notable headlines to talk about, some other players potentially on on the move. But really, I think the big headline that most of us care about is this Ricardo Pepe transfer. And most importantly, is he going to get an opportunity to play? So in this video, I'm going to break down sort of what's going on with the Osberg striker position and whether or not Ricardo Pepe is going to be able to step right in there and, and start producing for this Augsburg side that is in desperate need for goals. All that and more on this episode of the Yank Report. What's up? My name is Sam. This is the Yank Report. We talk about the U.S. men's national team. If you're into that, subscribe, hit the like button, leave a comment, do all that good stuff. Let's start with with Osberg and you know this was the the mega record setting move we've been hearing Ricardo Pepe's name linked to a bunch of different teams you know Wolfsburg was the one most recently but then Osberg comes in with this 20 million dollar signing and that is absolutely massive it goes down as one of the biggest transfers ever from MLS it's the most expensive outgoing transfer ever for a homegrown player and it's top three overall in league history so that's a lot for a player who really wasn't in the picture at the start of the year, at the start of, uh, of 2021. Uh, Ricardo Pepe went from a player who was on the bench for FC Dallas behind Frank O'Hara, uh, took over that spot, started scoring goals, joins up with the national team. It all just happened so quickly, and suddenly he's a $20 million player for Augsburg. Now, the important part is, how does he fit into that Augsburg side? And I know this is kind of a silly metric, but this is, honest to goodness, this is what I used to see. Uh, if I just want to check on a position group for a team or whatever it is, my first stop is going to go to uh, to Foothead just to see the players in the cars just get an overall basis. So for Foothead, you can see um, Augsburg's attackers. They have Han, they have Niederlechner, Finn Bogutson, Gregorich, Cordoba. Zakiri and Gunther. And if we look over at the Augsburg scoring statistics, we can see that uh, Niedermeyer is their leading scorers with three goals on the season. But if you look at that minutes column, he has less than 500 minutes. So he's missed a significant amount of time for Augsburg this season. Behind him, we have Andy Zakiri. We have Andre Hahn. Daniel Caligari, who actually plays as a winger, mostly for uh, Augsburg. And Michael Grigorsic. Now, this is a lot of strikers for one squad, but the important thing to note here is that uh, Osberg actually plays with two strikers, and that's important because that means that there's going to be more opportunities for Pepe to slide into that first-team position. With Niederlechner out of the team right now, it has been Andre Hahn who's eaten up the bulk of the minutes at striker, and alongside of him, it's been Andy Zakuri or... Grigorsic lately. Uh, we'll see if Pepe can uh, can crack that. But considering the amount of goals that these players have scored, which is not a lot, Osberg as a team doesn't score a lot of goals. Uh, so that's not going to be a real big barrier for entry. And then the, the second biggest thing, or, or probably the biggest thing in general, is that uh, Osberg is not a side that traditionally goes out and spends great deals of money on a player. I mean, $20 million uh, for an 18-year-old who's largely unproven. I mean, he had 13 goals in MLS last season. Uh, but that's about it, it as far as his resume goes. Uh, that is a significant signing, and that, that shows that they have a lot of belief in, in Ricardo Pepe. You know, if we look at 
Ricardo Pepe's player profile. He's not a player with amazing speed. He's not really known for his incredible technique. I mean, what he does is he scores goals. He's, he's a tall guy, but he's not an overly physical guy. He's just a goal scorer. He's just a guy that gets in the box and scores goals. And Augsburg needed because, like I said before, they are uh, fighting off relegation and they are really hoping that signing Ricardo Pepe is going to be that, that injection that they need to get those goals, get that offense, boost them up the table and keep them free from relegation and, and keep them in the Bundesliga for next season. So I'm pretty optimistic at this point that Pepe is going to be able to step right into this Augsburg side. I believe that he's already eligible to play, so I have a feeling that he's going to be getting uh, minutes fairly regularly, fairly quickly, because Augsburg is going to want to uh, recoup some rewards for that massive investment that they sent off to FC Dallas. Let me interrupt the video for one second to let you know, we got a sponsor, guys. We got a new sponsor for the channel, and that is Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever with more props and more lines and more bets than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all football and basketball action this season, but they also have a ton of soccer lines uh, available if that's something that you're into. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. So I know a lot of you, like myself, are fans of multiple sports. So if you're into baseball, basketball, NFL, you can find it all there. But they also have lines for Premier League games, Serie A games, uh, Spanish Premier Division games, Champions League games, whatever. Uh, the whole world of European soccer is available to you at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. The next big signing goes to a player who is a big man in stature himself. That is Daryl DK, the guy that. Uh, about this time last year was absolutely on fire uh, following his transfer over to Barnsley and his scoring streak that he went on there. Now, the big thing about that is that the coach who was over at Barnsley with him, uh, Valerian Ishmael, is actually the coach that is currently at West Brom who, who made it a priority to sign Daryl DK. Uh, he said... Uh, DK has everything we need from the number nine position. He has energy, strength, he challenges defenders, and he scored goals. Uh, I worked with him at Barnsley, and I know him very well. He has the mentality. He's 21 years old, and he's still a young player, but he has a lot of experience. Uh, it, it was pretty widely known that Ishmael really wanted DK, that he was the number one priority for his squad. Uh, and, and so I'm fairly confident that, once again, DK is going to be relied on heavily pretty early uh, for West Brom is going to be getting minutes. Now, that's a big deal because prior to the Gold Cup, everybody was high on Daryl DK. It was pretty much a given that Daryl DK was going to sell for $15 million to a top-flight team and that he was going to be the answer at striker for the U.S. for the given future. But at that Gold Cup, DK was nothing special. Uh, he ended up being replaced by Giassi Zardes uh, after falling out due to injury. And I, I would maintain that that DK that we saw at the Gold Cup was just never Daryl DK, that that was a, a rundown player who was very tired and was probably carrying injury coming into that tournament. Hopefully, we'll get to see the real Daryl DK at West Brom. Hopefully, he'll return to that form that we saw uh, last year at Barnsley. Uh, hopefully, we get a lean, mean goal-scoring machine as we move through 
uh, World Cup qualifiers because, as we all know, striker has been a tough position. Uh, the big question is, will a Daryl DK scoring goals regularly in the championship be a good enough resume to uh, make the striker position? And as of right now, I would say yes. As of right now, uh, a goal scorer scoring goals anywhere is going to give you a fairly decent resume for the U.S. Men's National Team striker position considering what it is right now. It is there for the taking, and if Daryl DK can hit the ground running and, and start to recreate some of his form that we saw last time he was in the championship, uh, he will go a long way to uh, re- reclaiming his position on the U.S. men's national team. Now, West Brom are currently fourth in the championship, sitting on 42 points. They're seven back from uh, the leaders Bournemouth, so we could be in a situation where Daryl DK comes in and helps West Brom uh, gain promotion, and all of a sudden, Daryl DK is a Premier League player next year. You know, it's 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 well within the possibility. That's how promotion relegation works, but all that is yet to be seen. All that I know right now is that Daryl DK is going to a situation where they want him, where they need him, and where they think he's the solution at their number nine spot, which as far as a fan, is about all you can ask for when it comes to a big transfer. We want to see our players playing and playing well and going to a place where they want them and they believe in them. Now, coming into this transfer window, there has been a lot of rumors about just about all the top U.S. Men's National Team players, including Weston McKinney, Sergio Des, Christian Pulisic, Tyler Adams. Just about everybody has had rumors connecting them with other clubs. So far, we haven't seen a lot of movement on that regard. The one who has the most smoke attached to their name is Sergio Dest. I believe Dest is currently uh, inflicted with COVID, uh, so we'll see how that affects things, but boy, you hear so many rumors right, left, and center out of that Barca camp, it's hard to really keep up at this point. Uh, Bayern has long been uh, the top suitor for him, but ever since then, some other clubs have popped up with potential interest for Chiginho Dest. I know the Chelsea was one because of the injury to Ben Chilwell, their left back. Uh, so we'll see how that materializes. Either way, it seems like Sergio Des is a wanted man. Whether he remains at Barcelona or ends up at another top club uh, is is yet to be seen at this point. Uh, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of congestion, but there always is a lot of talk and a lot of congestion during the transfer window. Uh, I usually don't believe anything until I see Fabrizio Romano tweet out, here we go. Uh, up till now, I, I haven't seen any... Um, offers or like talk, whatever. The the rumors are a bit flimsier around Sergio Dest right now, so we'll wait and see uh, if anything uh, more solid manifests itself in the coming weeks. Now, one bit of news that is solid that's a bit of a disappointment, but at the same time is something I was kind of half expecting is that Caden Clark will be staying with New York Red Bulls at least through the summer. Uh, So, Prior to that, we had the understanding that Caden was going to go over to Leipzig for uh, like a tryout type of thing, and they were going to assess him and kind of figure out what they wanted to do with him at that point, whether that meant uh, keeping him at Leipzig or loaning him out to Salzburg or something else like that. Uh, it is my understanding that Caden Clark never even went to Germany. He never went to Leipzig, uh, and, and the plan for them is to keep him at New York Red Bulls. So what does that mean for his U.S. Men's National Team future? It means that he's probably not going to be a player for 2022. Uh, it would have taken a, a massive breakout season from Caden Clark in order to crack the national team at this point, considering the quality that we have uh, in, in the national team, uh, specifically in the positions that Caden Clark pot- could potentially play. Uh, so for him, he's probably one for the future at this point. Uh, that being said, I mean, stranger things have happened, but I, I really doubt it happens. And not to be critical of Caden Clark, because I think he, he's a very young player and he has a ton of upside, but I think that uh, we see that 
With Caden Clark, a lot of his best moments are big highlights that he can produce these incredible galazos. But whenever you watch him over 90 minutes, it's not like he's a player that seems to be playing a, a level above everybody else that seems to be uh, a, a big difference maker for his club. We don't really see that. We get moments from him, but we don't see that consistent minute-to-minute, uh, game-in, game-out, uh, big-time contributor uh, that maybe we saw from like Brendan Aronson whenever he had his breakout season for the Philadelphia Union. It's not like Caden Clark is like... Uh, an MLS best 11 type player. Maybe he will develop into that uh, early next season. Only time will tell. All that we know is right now he will not be on his way to Leipzig. Another player potentially on his way out from MLS is James Sands. James Sands, of course, came into the Gold Cup and had some decent minutes for the U.S. Men's National Team. He played sort of that hybrid position where he was the six and he was a defender. He also played as a defender in a back three, a position that he thrived in where we really got to see his versatility as a passer and as a defender and his anticipation of the game. He's being linked pretty heavily with Rangers right now in the Scottish Premier League. Uh, It looks like they want to snap him up on a loan deal with an option to buy, Uh, but there are other clubs that are after James Sands right now. Uh, There are reported interests from some European clubs, including uh, Bundesliga clubs and some English clubs, so we'll kind of keep monitoring that and see what happens with James Sands. It's so interesting to see. I remember at one time you had to be a standout U.S. Men's National Team player in order to garner interest in, uh, from European clubs. And now we're seeing these players that are not even starters for the national team, not even backups, kind of uh, players on the bubble that are getting signed uh, right, left, and center. Another one of those will be Brian Reynolds. So I know a lot of us wanted to see Brian Reynolds get some playing time, and it looks like Anderlecht are close to reaching a, uh, a loan agreement for Brian Reynolds. Of course, he went to Roma on a transfer last year and just has not had much playing time at all, and the playing time that he has had has not been very good. Uh, Jean-Luigi Longari is the reporter who has confirmed that Anderlecht is close to reaching that agreement for Brian Reynolds. So that's exciting. Potentially he can get some minutes. Uh, another player that I don't think is going to really impact uh, the 23 as we head to 22, the 2022 World Cup. The last player that I think is worth talking about is going to be Miles Robinson. Of course, Miles Robinson had an absolute breakout season. Uh, Already one of the top defenders in MLS, but this year he came to the national team with the Gold Cup. Uh, Hardly put a foot wrong in the Gold Cup. Has stepped right into the senior team in World Cup qualifying and has been one of the most reliable and and first names on the team sheet since then. Uh, There has always been a lot of conjecture possibly connecting uh, Miles Robinson to a to a transfer at this point we've had had reports from reporters saying that uh, there is interest overseas but but it doesn't look like Atlanta United is uh close to making a move at this point. The last bit of news that I want to throw out there is is not a player, it's actually a coach, and it's it's Steve Chirondolo. Steve Chirondolo, uh, the mayor of Hanover, uh, the, the forever right back for the U.S. Men's National Team, is going to be the new manager at LAFC. Uh, prior to that, he was uh, managing the USL championship side, the Las Vegas Lights, uh, the LAFC affiliate. Uh, now that Bob Bradley's moved on from LAFC, uh, Steve Chironolo has come in and filled that role. I'm excited about that because Steve Chironolo spent a lot of time in Germany uh, being an assistant and and um, getting a lot of coaching experience there. Now he's back in MLS and is getting his first official MLS job. So I'm interested to see what Dolo does. Always been a favorite of mine. So uh, 
I'm going to be keeping tabs on him and see how he progresses as a manager. So that's all the transfer news I have right now. But of course, we're only days into the transfer window and already things are absolutely crazy. So anything could happen. I could post this video and two minutes later, some other major signing happens and I will be very frustrated. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Let me know what you think of the Pepe transfer. Do you think he's going to get time right away? Same thing goes for Daryl DK. What are the transfers you're still waiting on? Uh, what would you like to see happen? with some of these American players right now, particularly that Miles Robinson situation. It's not one I've mentioned, but it's it's a really interesting thing to look at. There's a lot of uh, conjecture and discussion happening about that right now, so it's one that uh, I'm paying a little bit of attention to. Uh, as always, si puede hablar espanol, dime un comentario en espanol. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you want to support the channel, become a subscriber. You can hit that like button. If you really want to support the channel, you can become a member, get access to behind-the-scenes content, some badges, stuff like that. Shout out to my tier two members, Mike Irish and Manuel Arriveras. Thank you guys so much for your support. Guys, thank you for watching. My name is Sam, and this is the Yank Report presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.